Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. Experience him in scripture. To hear his voice, that freedom to follow him and that freedom to share him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to Him, submit our will to His will, to what He has revealed in Scripture, that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do, and that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Well, here we are on part 11.24. And this particular point, which is he, the Holy Spirit, speaks to, in, and through us, has many scripture references. So it may go a bit over 10 minutes, but that's okay. It's always good to be here with you at the kitchen table, no matter how long it might take. And rather than uh, begin with the different references, I'll mention the Bible references as I go through. Point 24, this Holy Spirit in us, all who believe, he speaks to us, in us, and through us. Let's begin with 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Again, we're going to look at him speaking to, in, and through us. Therefore, I want you to know I want you to understand that no one speaking by or under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit can ever say, Jesus be cursed. 
And no one can say, no one can really say from deep within that Jesus is my Lord, except by and under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. And of course, we receive the Holy Spirit that moment we believe, when we believe that, as I mentioned in the introduction, believe that God raised Christ from the dead. We're trusting Christ alone for eternal life. At that moment, this precious person of the Holy Spirit moves on the inside of us, and that first fruit is, we can say, from deep within the new person we become, one with God through the Spirit, we can say, Jesus, you are really, truly, completely my Lord. So we can see here that the Holy Spirit empowers us to speak through us, to empower us to declare that which we believe, and that is that Jesus is Lord. First Timothy Chapter 4, verse 1. But the Holy Spirit explicitly, distinctly, and unmistakably declares that in latter times some will turn from the faith, giving attention to, paying attention to, deluding and deceitful and seductive spirits and the doctrines that demons teach. So we can see that through Scripture, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, but then because he's in us, he, through the gift of discernment, will help us to see when what we're being taught or thoughts that are rising up in us, when they're contrary to Scripture, when they are clearly not in line with God's purpose and plan, that we're not taken in by, that we don't continue to give attention to or pay attention to these things that can delude us and seduce us. Doctrines of demons and doctrines that demons teach. You can hear about uh, more about this in my series on deliverance. Okay, let's continue here in Revelation chapter 2. We're going to see both through and to he who has an ear, let him hear, let him listen to, and let him heed what the Spirit says to the assemblies. He who overcomes is victorious. He's victorious by believing that Jesus is the Son of God and will not be hurt, will in no way be injured by the second death. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. It says, he who has an ear, he who is able to hear. Well, we have the Holy Spirit, so he enables us to hear. But it goes on to say, let him hear. In other words, be willing to listen, be willing to hear. And in connection with hearing, being a doer of the word. In other words, heeding what the Spirit is saying. So the Spirit speaks through members of the body and he speaks to them. Isn't that marvelous? And God wants to use each of us to speak words primarily or initially, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. We, he wants us to speak to people to encourage, comfort, and exhort them. When we gather, it's marvelous. 
Hebrews chapter 3, Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice. Now look, the Holy Spirit is quoting scripture here in Hebrews. The author, motivated and empowered by the Holy Spirit, is quoting today, if you hear. Listen, are you really willing to hear? Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, but that doesn't mean it's automatic. We have to, first of all, be immersed in scripture, because that's the vocabulary of God. As we're immersed in Scripture, the Holy Spirit will reveal the character and nature and person of God and the Holy Spirit, and of course, Jesus Christ, so that if we'll hear, we'll hear. In Matthew chapter 10, it is written, For it is not you who are speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Listen, when you became born again, you received the Holy Spirit, and that's the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, that Holy Spirit, and His desire is to speak through you. We yield ourselves to Him, knowing that He will give us thoughts and impressions that are bounced off of, based on Scripture, and speak them forth. And of course, Acts chapter 2, I think we're all familiar with this. If we're born again and spend any time listening to teaching and spending time in the Word, Acts chapter 2, verse 4, and they were all filled. That is, diffused throughout their being, throughout their entire soul with the Holy Spirit. And what happened when they were filled to overflowing? Well, they began to speak in different languages. How did they do it? As the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. So the Holy Spirit, he will speak to us, and then we will speak under his enablement. He will speak through us just like in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 8, then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, he spoke to him, spoke to him, gave him an, an internal dialogue, if you will. He spoke to him and said, go up and join the chariot. And we know that he obeyed. Sometimes we don't hear as much as we could because we lack a willingness to obey. But listen, as you think you're hearing the Lord based on... Uh, of course, Scripture, and as you step out and obey, you will hear more and more clearly. You will know the voice of the shepherd. Jesus said, listen, you hear my voice, you're not going to listen to others. That means it's possible to not listen to others if we're filled with Scripture and, and asking God to speak. Acts chapter 10, verse 19, while Peter was thoughtfully considering and meditating on the vision, the Spirit said to him, now listen, there's three men looking for you. So we can see here that the Holy Spirit spoke to him where? On his inside. Gave him a message, gave him information. We can look in Acts 11, verse 12. The Spirit told me to go with them without the slightest hesitation or misgivings. The Holy Spirit leads us. And he speaks to us on the inside. 
It can happen through thoughts and impressions, but everything is bounced off and discerned by Scripture. So if we don't know Scripture, it's kind of hard to know if it's the Lord speaking or not. Acts eleven twenty eight, and one of them stood up and prophesied through the Holy Spirit. Listen, God wants to speak through you prophetically by and through the Holy Spirit. Remember, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, we speak words of encouragement and exhortation to exhort can have a prophetic edge to it. Acts 13, chapter 2, while they were serving the Lord, one translation says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, interesting that worship and serving are connected, they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, and the Holy Spirit spoke in them and through them, saying, separate now for me, set apart for me. Listen, God wants to speak to us to set us apart to that which God has called us to. And of course, he's called us initially to himself and then desires to do things through us. Acts chapter 16. We see here that the Holy Spirit forbade them from speaking the word, prohibited them from proclaiming the word. And the Spirit did not permit them, did not allow them to go from one area to another. What safety there is to be led to that extent with the Holy Spirit in us, speaking to us and in us, yes and no, come and go. And Acts 21, and we'll finish up here at the kitchen table today on this point 24, part number 11 of 50 things the Holy Spirit does. We can see that prompted by the Holy Spirit or through the Holy Spirit, Paul was cautioned through the Holy Spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. Wow. Okay, one more verse. Chapter 21, verse 11. Again, continuation of the warning. This is what the Holy Spirit says. Be careful. Be cautious. This is what will happen. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He leads us and guides us. He uses us. He speaks to us and in us and through us. And it's his desire to do it in an ever-increasing way. Let me pray for you today. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that your good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for everyone listening right now. That your good will be done right now. In Jesus' name I say I pray. Amen. Good day.